Calling all desk jockeys. Does it feel like your nine to five job takes up the entire day? Because it does. You get off work, you feel exhausted, you piddle around a bit, zone out in front of a screen and then go to bed, right? Right. Well, Dr. Cashy found a whole other day's worth of time after work. Shoot. And what we do at that time affects your productivity and satisfaction. In this episode, the good Dr. Cashy challenges us to use our time outside of work on purpose and with purpose. Roll the intro. Bit of an adjustment there, sorry. And welcome to <sighs> Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. Today, today, Dr. Cashy is teaching you how to play with yourself. <laughs> put tactfully, okay, a little bit of tact, but tactfully, how to make your time outside work more meaningful. Put violently, my favorite, Dr. Cash, Dash and Dr. Cash's violence. The internet-based entertainment options are probably, uh, definitely melting your brain. And over the years, you've, you've, you've confused brain melting with relaxing and or fun. All right. So here's Dr. Cash's thesis on this. Instead of living 24 hours a day with purpose-filled work, meaningful hobbies, and overnight restoration, you may have some intermittent combination of brain dulling, brain melting, and eventually lulling into a fitful coma. Maybe it sounds extreme. Maybe it sounds spot on. Both can be true. Either way, you'll identify with both sides to this to some degree, I think. And in this episode, you're getting some perspective to help you lean a bit to the left. Purpose, meaning, and restoration left, all right? So here's a little bit of background, okay? Here's where I was mulling or lulling or percolating, whatever word you want to use. Uh, the, I guess, industry, in the traditional sense, industry created a surplus of resources and opportunities such that there was the creation of a brand new species of worker, the desk jockey, all right? Desk jockeys were the first of their kind, in a then awkward position where they could gain a full-time income by working a predetermined hour, predetermined hours, sitting at a desk. Hot dang, hot dang, all right? There's a strikingly similar situation to today's desk jockey, okay? Now, I, I'm gonna take a step back here. I think generally right now, the desk jockey job description salary man so to speak is is salary woman is generally considered arduous and, and dull okay and this unique and new trend at the time in the industry like early on in industry uh was alarming and a bit scary or just following industry i suppose and this fear was substantiated by a concerned writer named arnold bennett okay and although his views are nearly 120 years old the philosophy is timeless all right his main worry is that the desk jockey is robbed of the opportunity to live a full life. Or rather, they were robbing themselves of that opportunity. Let me explain why. This is, this is his thesis, essentially, okay? He presents a strikingly similar situation of the early 1900s desk jockey to today's desk jockey, 120 years later, okay? 
an office worker whose hours are from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Many office workers taking nearly an hour to get to work and to get home. Assuming travel also necessitates their attention, the desk jockey is left with 14 hours. By virtue of arithmetic and a reasonable sleep schedule, let's say seven hours remain. Herein lies the so-called tragic mistake the desk jockey makes. When work takes up a bulk of your life, frankly, as I, as I feel it should, I think, uh, the work day ends up becoming, in your brain, the full day. Okay, even though during working hours, chances are you'd rather be doing something else when the work day is over, so is, in your mind, the actual day. Interesting, right? I think so. Where all the time surrounding the work day is essentially a theme song before work, do 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 and then rolling credits after the work, possibly bloopers, okay? As a result, the remainder of the time is lost to the void. The remainder of the time outside of work hours is lost to the void. And in present day, that basically means clickbait, scrolling, and streaming. Heck, that's even, I think it's even, per, it's pervasive, if not even defended during the working hours. <laughs> this is absurd, okay? And I'm saying that because it literally trains, it literally trains an attention deficit, all right? This attention deficit causes productivity to plummet, creativity to flatten, and workplace and job satisfaction to go down, all right? If over time your work is slowing down and the work you are doing is actually getting worse and you're hating your work more and more, then guess where you turn? Probably the stuff that taught you and where you learned to create an even greater attention deficit. And around the merry-go-round we go. Then the less attention you have, the less work you do, the worse your work is, the more you hate your work, the more you go towards the clicking, streaming, clickbaiting, scrolling stuff, right? And, and eventually it even per, permeates throughout the workday, the attention deficit, all right? The true attention deficit disorder, as it were. So let's work through this issue a little bit. Where once maybe you had a workday, now I hope with some generalizing you can see how there's literally a whole other day's worth of time in that day. This is awesome. I think it's awesome, okay? And with that day within your day, you have an opportunity to integrate meaningful hobbies and other skill building activities that enrich your life outside of work. And this has very real value transfer to the working hours, affording you greater opportunity to create more value and purpose for the work you're paid to do. Therefore, workplace satisfaction goes up, productivity goes up, creativity goes up, and you start a virtuous cycle, okay? This was laid out nearly 120 years ago. It's valuable, it's as valuable now as it was then. You'd think the views on how time spent outside of work would have, would have updated. Uh, it's the same. And if anything, I think the way time spent outside of working hours now is even more alarming than it was in the early 1900s. More than 100 years ago. Entertainment sources are privy to every psychological hack there is, present day ones, okay? They have access to all the academic research. They have billions of data points per day from their own users to do internal research. They have billions of dollars from advertisers that also use the same tactics that are then integrated into the entertainment platform. Out comes the computerized brain to test and retest. The result is the most effective way to melt your brain and it gets better every day. 
Ah, yes, so relaxing. <laughs> this is all I can think of when, like, it's easy to justify the use of these services as a form of relaxation. And when I, when I hear that, those are all the steps that I think of, is that they are literally engineered to suck your attention into the void and also conflate that brain melting phenomenon with relaxation, okay? By eliminating boredom from your life, you create a boredom allergy. This boredom allergy manifests practically as adult attention deficit. Sometimes attention deficit or distractibility is often described as things like brain fog. Okay, ring any bells? So let's devise a solution here. Keep this at the forefront of your mind. When creativity, productivity, and satisfaction in your work go up, and the compulsive dependence on streaming, scrolling, and clickbaiting withers. You achieve this by integrating structured, passion-driven hobbies that challenge your mind and your body to grow and be better. In other words, be purposeful with the meaning you put into the hours outside of work. Indeed, a work day is often combined with off hours. And you see how, like, just by virtue of this discussion, those are scary terms. The entire day, your entire day is limited to the hours you work. The hours you spend elsewhere are now off, like you're some appliance that just powers down. <laughs> now, neuroscience gives us a little bit of a different viewpoint here. Uh, alas, you do stay powered up, and that power is dissipated uselessly into the clicking, scrolling, and streaming void, gradually increasing your attention deficit. So now there's an issue of increasing your attention deficit outside work and that causing your, your work satisfaction to go down so far that now you start to increase your, your, work play, your attention deficit during work as well, okay? So spend some honest to goodness time to think on how you're spending that literal whole extra day within your day. If there's a conspicuous deficiency in how you're spending that time, then the path of least resistance, the clickbaiting, scrolling, and streaming, will darn near always be the result. <laughs> the stronger your grip on the quality time you have, the weaker the grip clickbaiting, scrolling, and streaming has on you. Knowing what you will do at this time and the benefit it provides you will, will amazingly give you something to do and a good reason to do it when that time rolls around. Hot dang, hot diggity. Device-free social time with other people is fantastic. Knowing what books you'll crack open next, how and when to structure your activity to improve your fitness and physique. These are all activities that are great, I think, that anybody can get behind. So I'll leave the specific ones that, that call to you, specifically, up to you. For instance, Mrs. Cashy is a damn good painter. Damn good painter, okay? My friends Alex and Hunter over at Barbell Apparel, now an eight-figure business, are after a long time of deliberately structuring their day within their day, which is pretty hard for a seven day a week business owner of an eight figure company, they're now master climber, he's a master climber and a master carpenter respectively. Each with translatable and generalizable perspectives, experiences and skills that give them an edge, sometimes literally, in their business. So to summarize here, challenge your use of the language like work day and work week really challenge that and just think about what, what it actually means. Think about what it actually means and how it influences the way you use your time, especially when the work day or work week is over. 
Okay. There are times you actively trade your attention for resources. Yes. There are times you trade your attention and resources for entertainment. Entertainment can be meaningful. It'll afford you greater brain force, a key component in Dr. Cashy's violence, which you can leverage to exact the changes you seek. So take a hard look at your use of the internet. Okay. Social streaming services, clickbaiting, scrolling. All right. Take a hard look at that as, as your relaxing and entertainment source. They are engineered to hold your attention, which by extension gives you an, gives you an attention deficit when you actually have to do meaningful stuff, which then lowers your, your satisfaction, especially at work, which then drives the dependence on these activities. Okay. Now, although your capacity for any mentally draining task is limited, okay, like I will admit that, right? Stuff, stuff is mentally draining. And so there's only so much you can do of one thing at a time. Uh, this is more of an attention deficit than a deficit in capacity. Okay. For that reason, through purposeful integration of hobbies and passion driven skill building, you can swap to something that is still meaningful and entertaining. What I'm trying to say is that if you get mentally exhausted with one thing that is challenging mentally, you can swap to another mentally challenging thing rather than powering down completely. Okay. What ends up happening is that when you build your attention for any specific task, instead of swapping to another time wasting task, you can swap to another meaningful task, which also helps build your attentional capacity, which translates to other aspects of your life. Okay. During the waking hours, it's easy to think that the brain needs rest. Okay. But the reality is that the brain requires change more than it requires rest, uh, rest like sleep. Is, that's, that's what you sleep for. That's where the rest comes in. Okay. So, so let's wrap this up with a tautological quip. Uh, the more meaningful your days become, the more meaningful your days become. It's a very real virtuous cycle. Okay. So strive to be meaningful in all your waking hours, the work hours and the entertainment hours. The more fulfilled you are at the end of the day, the more relaxed and ready to go you are tomorrow. So if you need help with playing with yourself, then make sure to let Dr. Cashy know. He has your back. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out. <laughs>